Blog Talk Radio. Praise God and welcome to Blog Talk Radio. We got one hour and 59 minutes and 52 seconds for Evangelist Janice Taylor. This is for her and her ministry. Pay attention. So when she tells you how to give, how to contact her ministry, you'll be able to do so. Without further interruptions, Evangelist Janice Taylor. Amen. Praise the Lord to the saints of God. This is Evangelist Janet Taylor coming to you live from Walls of Fire Deliverance Ministry International. We are located at P.O. Box 1148, Walkertown, North Carolina, 27051. Our web address is www.wallsoffiredeliverancemin.com. You can also access us by phone at 336-575-0206 or email us at jet245 at msn.com. If you would like to sow a seed into this ministry, you can PayPal us or Zell us by using the email address jet245 at msn.com. I'm going to blow the shofar. The Bible says, blow ye the trumpet in Zion and sound the alarm to wake up the sleeping church. We're blowing the shofar tonight to wake up the church. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. be to God in the highest. Wake up, church. Let the church of God arise and shine and give God the glory, for he has done great things. Hallelujah. Thank you all for tuning in with us tonight here at Walls of Fire Deliverance Ministry International. Our um, topic for tonight is God is love, and the subtopic is you are love. Turn with me to Jeremiah chapter 31 and verse number 3. Jeremiah chapter 31 and verse number 3. And it says, The Lord hath appeared of old unto me saying, Yea, I have loved thee with an everlasting love. Therefore, with loving kindness have I drawn thee. Another scripture that deals with this is John 3.16, a very familiar uh, passage of scripture, and we're going to also read that tonight. And it says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, 
but that the world through him might be saved. He that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already, because he have not believed on in the name of the only begotten Son of God. But we're dealing with verse 16 tonight. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. We're going to turn to 1 John in a moment, but uh, before we do, I am going to pray. Most gracious and all-wise, everlasting Father, tonight we come to you as humble as we know how to give you glory and honor and praise. We come seeking your face, O God. Not your hand, but your face. We want you. We desire to hear from you on tonight. So we ask that you would speak to this radio listening audience tonight, God. And we pray that your presence, hallelujah, will permeate the atmosphere and the airwaves. God, let it go to the north, the south, the east, and the west. Let your people know that they are loved because God is love. And we give thy name the praise. Oh, God, let me speak the words tonight that will bring new life to somebody. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we do pray with thanksgiving. Amen. Hallelujah. All right, let's go to John, 1 John chapter 3, verses 1 through 3. And it says, Behold, what manner of love the Father hath bestowed upon us, that we should be called the sons of God. Therefore the world knoweth us not, because it knew him not. Beloved, now are we the sons of God, and it doth not yet appear what we shall be, but we know that when we when he shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. And every man that hath this hope in him purifieth himself, even as he is pure. I'm going to go back over these scriptures tonight, but I wanted you to know that they are the basis for tonight's message. And um, I want to talk about uh, a subject that you don't hear a lot about being preached today, but I want to preach this message because it is a very powerful word from God to those who are listening. And I pray that those who are listening will have an ear to hear what the Spirit is saying 
on January the 10th, I um, did an interview by radio um, with a, a woman of God on a radio, a Christian radio station, Praise FM in Canada. I uh, was contacted by her and asked to share my story on Testimony Tuesday. So I went on and um, prepared myself for this occasion because everything that I do, I want God to get the glory out of it. So I began this testimony, and um, as I was testifying, the Lord revealed something so powerful to me in the midst of my testimony. I've shared my testimony countless times and in countless places. But this time, God revealed something to me as I was sharing it. And I want to share it with the people of God tonight because I think, I believe it will help somebody. And I pray that you will be blessed. So as I was sharing the testimony, um, one of the things that came out um, was that all my life I had been searching for love. All my whole life. That's what my greatest desire was, was to be loved. And I've shared my testimony uh, or part of my testimony before how you know, my mother died when I was four years old, and I um, was so young, I didn't understand what her death meant. I didn't understand the finality of, I didn't know that she wasn't coming back. I didn't know uh, what was going on even at her funeral when my sisters were crying I just sat there because I didn't understand what was going on. It was not until I um, started first grade that I began to feel the effects of my absent mother. Um, so I, I started um, yearning for her and longing for her. And I remember it seemed like every day after school, I would cry just saying, I want my mama. And that was, um, that was the cry of my heart. That was when I began to mourn. And um, she was not there, and she was not coming back. And so I was a child with a broken heart. And... So I look back over my life as an adult as I was sharing this testimony, and I began to see how my life was shaped by that. I began to do things because I was looking for love in all the wrong places. I looked for love uh, in drugs. I looked for love in alcohol. I look for drugs, for love in men and in sex. I look for love 
uh, I looked for approval. I wanted their approval. And I wanted to just be accepted and to be loved. And I realized that that is what everyone is looking for. Every human being on the face of this planet is looking for love, whether they know it or not. The pedophile is looking for love. The rapist is looking for love. The child molester is looking for love. The abuser is looking for love. The uh, 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 the alcoholic is looking for love. The 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 rapist is looking for love. Everybody is looking for love because God made man that way. He made us in His image and likeness. So He made us. Uh, to to desire to be loved, glory be to God. And sometimes we get love confused with lust. Most of the time we are lusting for something, but we think that's love. And I know personally that I thought I had found love on so many occasions, but every time I thought I had either found love or was getting close to love, it always eluded me. It always slipped right through my fingers because that was not love. It was not love. It was a counterfeit that Satan had passed off. Uh, You know, the difference between a diamond and a zirconian, they both look alike, they both shine, they both have uh, uh, of the rainbow when you turn it, of uh, the different angles. But the zirconian is a cheap imitation of a diamond. And so that's what I kept finding, zirconians, and never the diamond. Glory be to God. So I remember when I got saved, I remember um, one day I was at work. This was very early in my walk with the Lord that I had um, a job and I worked in an office. I was a bookkeeper for a law firm. And uh, I was the first one to always um, arrive at the office because I took, I rode the bus. So they gave me the key to the office so I wouldn't have to stand out in the cold. And I would go in and have devotion in the office while I waited for the others to show up. So while I was waiting one morning, the wind blew. Now, the door was not open, and there was no one inside that place but me. But a soft wind blew. It blew the pages of my Bible. It blew the papers that I had, um, my notes. It blew them up in the air. And the, a voice whispered in my ear, Jan, I am with you. And that was the sweetest sound that I ever heard. And those were the sweetest words that I ever heard. And I knew that it was the voice of the Lord God 
speaking to me early that cold winter morning in 1994. As I said, the Lord said to me, Jan, I am with, I began to weep. I wept because the Lord had spoken to me and his voice was so sweet. And it was what I needed. I needed that comfort. I needed that reassurance. I needed to know that God was with me. And I remember how important this was because it was at a time when I had just gotten saved and people didn't trust me. My family didn't really want anything to do with me. They were ashamed of me because I had become, I had been a prostitute and a crack addict in the street. I had brought shame on the family. I was uh, 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 in and out of jail, in and out of prison. I had been raped repeatedly. I had lived a very and wicked life. And all I was doing was looking for love. But I was looking in all the wrong places. I thought I could find love in the arms of a man. And every time, no matter what man it was, it was always the wrong man. Why? Because that was not true love. I thought I could find love in drugs. I thought I could find love in sex. No matter what I tried, it was not love. It was not love. It was not true love. People had conditions for their love. They would love me as long as I did X, Y, and Z. And if I no longer wanted to do X, Y, and Z, then they no longer loved me. They withdrew their love. And that was the one thing that I needed more than anything because, as I stated earlier, my mother had died when I was a very young child. And the person that would have loved me and nurtured me was gone. So I was missing that love in my formative years. So I didn't know what love was. As a matter of fact, my whole life, I always felt that nobody loved me. I always felt that way. I felt so unloved. I felt just that nobody loved me. And that's how I grew up. And so maybe I'm talking to somebody tonight in this audience. Maybe you're struggling with this same thing. Maybe you're looking for love in all the wrong places. As a matter of fact, not only did I feel so unloved, I felt rejection most of my life. People rejected me. I wasn't pretty. I, 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 I didn't have any attractiveness to me. I was this scrawny little kid with ruby red lips and just short hair, and nobody, nobody loved me. Nobody loved me. And, you know, um, as it turned out, I didn't even love myself. Started doing things 
um, today that I know were self-destructive. I cried because, like I said, when I heard the voice of God say, Jan, I'm with you, I cried because that was the message that I needed to hear. He didn't say, Jan, I love you. He said, Jan, I am with you. But he called my name, and I will never forget that as long as I live. So I remember going through my entire life just looking for love, looking for love in all the wrong places. And what I found was that true love can only come from one place. You know, I was wondering that, you know, when I was a child, they taught me this little song, Jesus loves the little children, all the children of the world, red and yellow, black and white. They are precious in his sight. Jesus loves the little children of the world. And then I remember another one, another little song we learned. It says, um, Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so, little ones. To hear below, they are weak, but he is strong. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. For the Bible tells me so. Now, I learned those songs as a child, but I believe that nobody loved me because I was thinking in my mind, if God loves me, why did he let my mama die? If God loves me, why did he let my daddy die? If God loves me, why don't I feel love? Why, why isn't there someone here to put their arms around me and say, I love you? Where is the love that I've been looking for? all my life. So even though I sang that little song, I didn't believe it. I always felt that nobody loved me. And of course, you know, Satan, he he uh, perpetuated this. He constantly whispered in my ear, nobody loves you. Nobody loves you. And I believed the lie. I believed his lie. So maybe there's somebody listening to me tonight. You've had to deal with this. You've struggled with rejection all your life, and you too have nobody loves you. You feel all alone, and you just feel like, what's the use? Nobody loves me, so what's the use? But I'm here to tell you tonight that you are loved. Now, I remember as an adult, as a Christian, not as a Christian, but as an adult, I did some very um, dangerous things, living the life of a prostitute and um, living on the streets like that. I I lived a very wicked and vile life, and I did some things that I am so ashamed of. I wish I had never done those things, but I can't go back and undo what I've done. What I have found is that God is a forgiving God. 
and he has forgiven me of my sins when I repented. I need to make sure that you understand that repentance comes before forgiveness. But he forgave me when I repented of my sins. But before then, I remember um, being on the streets one night, and I got in a car with a guy. I thought he was a customer. And um, so we made this deal. We struck up a deal, and um, he took me somewhere. And, you know, when he got me where he wanted me, he pulled out a gun. And this guy proceeded to rape me. And he raped me for hours. And I was terrified because I could not satisfy him. And so I just knew, you know, he was white and I'm black. He was going to kill me. He wasn't going to leave a witness. And I was in a very precarious situation. And I remember at some point in time throughout this ordeal that I just started losing it. I felt like if I was going to die, then this was going to be it. And this is how my life was going to end. And I began to reason within myself. I said, this is what happened to all the other girls that they found somewhere. And I said, nobody's going to know what happened to you. And they're just, you know, it's just going to be a mess. And so I just looked at this guy and I said to him, I can't, I can't do anymore. I, 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 I can't do anymore. And I said, you're just going to have to go ahead and kill me. And I was crying. I was weeping so uncontrollably. I was waiting for the sound of the gun. And, and I looked up at this guy, and he was crying. God caused a rapist to break down and cry. And he said to me, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have done this to you. And he said, put your clothes back on. And he asked me, if, is there anywhere that I can take you where you will be safe? That let me know that all my life, when I thought God was nowhere to be found, he was right there. He was right there protecting me from self-destruction. He was right there watching over me. He was right there all the time. And I didn't know it. I didn't know that I was loved. I didn't know that God was with me, and he had always been with me. He said it in his word. I have loved thee with an everlasting love. And I didn't know it. I did not know God there when that man had that gun on me. He was there when he would have pulled the trigger. But God, he caused the rapist to break down and cry 
God was there. And I don't know what you are going through, but I want you to know that all that you've been through and you felt like you were all alone and you felt like you had to do this and you had to do that and people didn't understand what you were going through, I want you to know God was right there when these terrible things happened to me. He was right there. Loving me every step of the way. You see, God is the only person who knows everything there is to know about me. The good, the bad, and the ugly. He knows it all, and he still loves me. He knows what I've done. He knows what I've thought. He knows the things that I won't tell anybody. I will take them to my grave. He knows it. That's what John 3.16 says. For God so loved the world that he gave his son that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish but shall have everlasting life. God already knew what you were going to do. He already knew what I was going to do. And he loved us anyway. He loved us so much that he sent his son all the way from heaven to die and to take our place on that cross. He paid a debt he didn't owe, but he paid a debt we could never pay. That's true love. That's true love. That is true love. Jesus is God's son who was sent into the world to break the power of sin's hold on us through his death and resurrection. Here is love. Let us go back to 1 John. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. I want to stop by Romans first. Romans chapter 5. Glory be to God. It says, for we, verse number six, for when we were yet without strength in due time, Christ died for the ungodly, for scarcely for a righteous man will one die, yet peradventure with even a good man would even dare to die. But God commended his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Here is love, true love, unconditional love. This is love. God is love, and he has loved you all your life. He told Jeremiah, before you were formed in your mother's womb, I knew you. He means I love you. Before the sperm connected with the egg, he said, I loved you. I loved you. I knew what you were going to do. I knew you were going to go down these paths. I knew you were going to make these wrong turns. But I loved you. I loved you so much that I sent my son Jesus to die for you. 
Glory be to God. Let's look at 1 John. Hallelujah. 1 John chapter 3. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Behold, what manner of love the Father hath bestowed upon us that we should be called the sons of God. Therefore, the world knoweth us not because it knew him not. Beloved, now are we the sons of God, and it does not yet appear what we shall be. But we shall know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. And every man that hath this hope in him purifies himself even as he is pure. Glory be to God. God was letting me know that he is with me no matter what. And I stopped by this radio station tonight to speak to somebody who is under the sound of my voice to let you know that God is with you. It doesn't matter what you're doing. It doesn't matter what sin you're engaged in right now. It doesn't matter how deep in sin you are. The song says, I was sinking deep in sin, far from the peaceful shore, sinking very deeply, stained within, sinking to rise no more. But the master of the sea heard my despairing cry, and from the waters, he lifted me, now safe am I. Love lifted me, even me. Love lifted me when nothing else could help. Love lifted me. My God, it was love that lifted me up out of the, the muck in the miry clay. It was love that lifted me out of the prison. It was love that lifted me out of the crack houses, out of the dens, the dope dens. It was love that lifted me out of the beds of prostitution. It was love. God's love. There is no love like the love of the Father. I was listening to a song the other day by Tasha Cobb, and the song said, the Father's love will never leave you empty. You see, all the other love, the love of clothes, the love of money, all the other love in the world will leave you empty. It does not satisfy. It's temporary. But the Father's love, it will never leave you empty. God is love, and he wants you to know that you are loved. Glory be to God in the highest. And those words spoken to me by God himself radically changed my life. Even though I had a lot more I had to go through, I had to go through some hard times and some hard situation. I made my bed hard. I, I was hard-headed. I was like that little sheep that you see, the one that keeps going astray. But the shepherd realizes that this sheep is dumb, so what he does is he breaks the sheep's leg so he can't run off anymore because the shepherd realizes 
there's a wolf out there, and you ain't no match for that wolf. He will devour you. So I love you so much to keep you from being devoured by that wolf. I'm just going to have to break your leg because I love you, pure love. That's true love. God was letting me know that I didn't have to worry because he was with me and that he would be with me no matter what. Whether I was on the mountaintop or in the valley low, God has always been right there with me. And he was for me just as he promised. He never left me. I faced many, many difficult situations out in those mean, cold streets. But God was with me every step of the way. I have been robbed and left for dead in an alley. But God, he was right there with me. Glory be to God. And that's why the enemy was not able to take my life, and the enemy is not able to take your life because God loves you, and he has a plan for your life. The word of the Lord tells us in Jeremiah 29 and 11, for I know the plans that I have for you, saith the Lord, plans to do you good and not hurt, plans to bless you, to give you a hope and an expectation. God has a plan for each and every one of us. It's amazing that God has this plan, but we keep trying to tell God our plan, and God is not going to adhere to our plan He's trying to get us to conform to his plan. Glory be to God. It took me many years. I had to get knocked upside the head so many times before I realized my plan was no good. As a matter of fact, my plan was leading me down a dead-end street. But God had another plan for my life. And here it is, 29 years later, I'm preaching the gospel. I'm traveling all over the world. I have three degrees. I'm, I'm, I'm blessed. I'm married. I have my own home. I have cars. God has blessed me. But more than anything, my name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. I have been redeemed by the precious blood of Jesus. And the word redeemed means to buy back. He bought me back off the slave block of sin with the blood of his own dear son. Yes, God has always been right there with me, and he was for me. He never left me, and he had seen me through everything. He stuck by me when everybody else turned their backs and walked away. He has loved me with an everlasting love. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, God was with me. He loved me through all my mess, and he's loving you through all your mess. And I can say without a shadow of a doubt tonight, that my 
search is over. I look for love in all the wrong places. Good God Almighty. But I have found true love, and my search is over. I don't need man's approval. I don't need to be accepted in certain circles because I am accepted in the beloved. Glory be to God. I am no longer listening to or believing Satan's lies. I'm no longer struggling with rejection. I no longer hear the enemy saying to me, nobody loves you. I know that my daddy loves me. Glory be to God. He loves me, and he has been right here by my side all along. I was just looking for love in all the wrong places. God was loving me and taking care of me and protecting me, and he's loving you and taking care of you and protecting you. He's been your healer. He's been your deliverer. And he has been screaming out loud because he wants you to know that you are loved. Every time you thought about taking your life, God wants you to know that you are loved. That's why nothing you did, it it, it didn't work. It didn't work. Nothing that the enemy tried to do to you, it has not worked. Why? Because you are loved. You are loved by the almighty God. He loves you. God wants you to know it. And he put it in his word. God has always loved you. He didn't just start the day you 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 got saved. God loved you when you were deep in sin, when your hands were filthy. Glory be to God. When you were so unclean and vile and wicked, when you felt sorry for yourself and you wallowed in self-pity, God loved you when nobody else loved you. He loved you through abuse and misuse, and heartache, and hurt, and pain, and rejection, and depression, and oppression, and all of your foolishness. He has loved you. And he continues to love us through our mistakes. He continues to love us. I'm so glad that God is God. And he is not like man. You know, when man, when you mess up with man, they cut you off. They said, I'm done. I'm done. They, they're quick to walk away, but not God. Since I've been a Christian and I've been saved 29 years, I have messed up big time. And God has loved me through all my mess. He has loved me. And God wants you to know that you are loved. Thus saith the Lord, I have loved you with an everlasting love and with loving kindness have I drawn you. I want to share a scripture tonight from Isaiah, Isaiah chapter 43, 
verses 1 through 5. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I pray that somebody tonight who is hearing this knows that you are loved. And this is what the word of the Lord says. But now, thus saith the Lord that created thee, O Jacob, and he that formed thee. I want you to put your name there. But now, thus saith the Lord that created thee, O Janet, and he that formed thee, O Janet, fear not, for I have redeemed thee. I have called thee by thy name. Thou art mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with thee. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow thee. When you walk through the fire, thou shalt not be burned. Neither shall the flame kindle upon thee. For I am the Lord thy God, the Holy One of Israel, thy Savior. I gave Egypt for thy ransom, Ethiopia and Sheba for thee. Since thou wast precious in my sight, thou hast been honorable. I have loved thee. Therefore will I give men for thee and people for thy life. Fear not. I am with thee. I don't know who I'm talking to tonight. I don't know what you're going through. I don't know what trial you're facing. But I came tonight with a message from heaven. God wants you to know that you are loved. He has loved you with an everlasting love. And there ain't nothing you can do about it. God says, I loved you so much that I sent my son, Jesus, hallelujah, to redeem you from your sins. His blood was shed on Calvary's cross. Glory be to God, so that you and I could live. Glory be to God. God has loved us like the father loved the prodigal son, that wayward son that ran off and took all of his goods, his inheritance, and squandered it and found himself in a hog trial, feeding the hogs, and he wanted to eat what they were eating. And the Bible says that every day the father who loved his son so much went to the side of the road and looked down. He would look to see if his son was coming. And one day, he saw him coming. And the scripture says he ran. You see, he ran to his son. He didn't say, here come that old no-count son of mine. He ran to him. And he kissed him. And he said, this is my son, which was dead. But he's alive again. He said, kill the fatted. Let's make a party for him. He put a robe on him. He put a ring on his finger, shoes on his feet. He said, let's have a celebration. That's what the angels in heaven do. 
They rejoice when one lost soul returns to the Lord. The Father loves you so much. Glory be to God. He loves you with an everlasting love. You are loved. And I stopped by here tonight to tell you that your search is over. You don't have to look for love no more because God loves you. And he's always loved you. And he always will love because God is love. You see, the Father's love is pure. It's holy. It's unconditional. People will love you, but they have conditions. It's conditional. And when those conditions aren't met, then they withdraw their love. But God doesn't love like that. He loves us when we're good. He loves us when we're bad. He loves us when we are downright ugly. He just loves us. I thank God that I finally found love because that was what I was searching for all my life. And my search is over. I would like to share this love with you tonight. If you are listening, to the sound of my voice, I would like you to know this love that I have found in the, in the person of Jesus Christ. He loves you. He will love you. He will show you the way. He will lead, teach, and guide you. He will clean you up. You don't have to worry about cleaning yourself up. He will cleanse you from your filthiness together again, and he will restore you. He will make you better than what you were. Glory be to God in the highest. I'm so grateful that I have found the love of my life. My daddy loves me. You know, I was never able to say that as a child. I was never able to say the word daddy. I mean, I could read it. But I I couldn't say it because I didn't have a daddy. My daddy died after my mother died, and I never got to know him. Today, I can honestly say my daddy loves me. Even as a Christian, I look for Christian, seasoned Christian men to be my spiritual daddy. And God, I, I had one spiritual daddy in my life who really, really ministered to me. And that was Pastor Layton Smith from uh, Jamaica. He was my spiritual daddy. And he passed away in 2012. And when he did, I knew that I would never have another spiritual daddy again. My daddy is God. And he loves me. And he loves you. And he sent me tonight to tell you that you are loved. You are loved with an everlasting love. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son 
that whosoever, you can insert your name right there, whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. You see, God didn't send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. He loves you so much that he sent Jesus to take your place and my place on that cross. Because it was our sin that nailed him to that cross. Glory be to God. He was sinless. But he loved us so much that he hung right there. He said not a mumbling word. And he went all the way until he gave up the ghost and he said, it is finished. That's true love. He loves you and he wants you to know that with everlasting love, he has loved you. With loving kindness, tender mercy, and he has always been there. And just like you were searching and I was searching for love, my search is over and yours can be tonight. All you have to do is reach out to him and cry out to him. Repent of your sin. Accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And you will know that you have found true love. He will be the love of your life. Glory be to God in the highest. There's no love greater than this. The Bible says there's no greater love that a man would lay down his life for his friend. I pray for you tonight that you receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and that you would come to know this God that I'm talking about tonight, the one who loves unconditionally and loves eternally. He will love you forever and ain't nothing you can do about it. His name is God. And he loves you. Well, God is love. This is Evangelist Janet Taylor signing out tonight from Walls of Fire Deliverance Ministry. I pray God's blessings upon you. I pray that if you've been blessed by this message or encouraged in any way, that you would write us at P.O. Box 1148, Walkertown, North Carolina. 27051. If you'd like to send an electronic um, submission, you can go to our website at www.wallsoffiredeliveranceMIN.com and you can um, submit a prayer request there on the website. Or if God leads you and you want to sow a seed, you can sow by um, using PayPal or Zelle, Z-E-L-L-E. And um, our um, email address is jet245 at msn.com. That's the address you would use for Zelle and PayPal. So you can PayPal us or Zelle us. And the phone number here is area code 336 575 
1-800-242-0206. May God bless you. This is Evangelist Janet Taylor from Walls of Fire Deliverance Ministry International. Remember that you are loved because God is love. God bless you. Amen.